It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. My my cocaine. It's not mouth. It's not. Michael Caine. Slipknot. It's not. Slipknot's not. Balloon. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Balloon's not. Uh, I'm tucking in. That sounds like one of those like vocal warm-up exercises. Slip not snot on a cot in the Caldecott Mott. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about video games? Yeah, let's talk about video games. I am Joey. And I'm Ari. And we're going to talk about some curated indie games. Yeah. Uh, but first, before we do that... <laughs> As is tradition, we will now not be talking about yeah, indie games. Yeah, you can tune back in, in in like half hour or so. Uh, what have you been playing outside of that? Uh, that scope. Uh, I I haven't been playing anything non indie games, so yeah. uh, I have things that are appropriate. Um, but if you wanted to talk AAA games first, yeah, yeah something you want to mention, uh, like Underlords. Like under, uh, I mean, is is Valve a AAA producer? I think so. They're big enough, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we've never had a conversation that we don't need to have, and I hope we never do have. Of what is of indie? Like, what is indie? Yeah. Let's yeah. just not do that. Nah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. They're fine. Te- they're technically independent, but yeah, no. that they have a f- the the most money of anybody. Yeah, so that's exactly. fine. Because like, Epic now are they independent? Uh, they got bought by Tencent. Oh, that's right. And Tencent is. Owned the by biggest the Chinese company. government. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think Tencent is China. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, yeah, Underlords is real good. It is. It is real good. And full disclosure to everyone out there, we had a whole episode recorded <laughs> where we talked at length about Auto Chess, about Underlords, uh, and then there were some mic issues, and then also those games changed like every four seconds. So everything we complained about and talked about is now either different or changed or no longer a problem. Yeah, and and just frankly, it was embarrassing to have a whole episode about <laughs> Auto Chess and Underlords. But suffice it to say, we like it. Uh, it's real good. As, as a summary, we played Auto Chess first. And then Underlords came out, and now you played I'm, Auto Chess Origins. Yeah, that's the the standalone, the sta- not original. the mod. Yeah. I never played the mod. I played a little of the mod. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I played the the standalone app and PC or browser version, and then I had to make the Sophie's choice between Underlords and uh, Auto Chess. And that's tough. That's a tough one. I was, <laughs> I was talking today, right before the show, that I feel like I made the right choice. Even though I've not logged into Auto Chess once, really, in yeah, since I'd be curious to see what weeks. you think. I would too, but I I don't want to in case I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I like I have to be secure in my choice. But Steam is or Valve is updating Auto Chess so much that I hate it. Like Underlords, Alpha, Underlords I hate it mm-hmm. for you know Alpha reasons, but it makes me feel good to know how much they're supporting it. Right. And, how much they're changing it well they have a lot to prove after artifact so they're like doing their best to not just let this one die because then they'll be two for two they also started with like a good foundation with this by stealing someone else's yeah (laughs) yeah stealing something that already worked oh speaking of um like uh something for survival the the left for dead people are making a new left for dead that's not left for dead hallelujah because they (laughs) They don't own Left 4 Dead. Yeah, and Valve doesn't want to make Left 4 Dead 5 for no reason, or 3, three. for no reason. Yeah, so it's like 
something for survival with the number four. You know how dumb it is? I was thinking of what's the next Left 4 Dead? And I remember the four <laughs> on the box. <laughs> I was wondering how you got to five. I was like, that's no, good. no, no, that's not right. <laughs> Three. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the number five is the next in left five uh, dead. Left five dead. Oh my god! If they make four, if they make three and four, they have to make left five dead. <laughs> left four dead. Three uh, left five dead. Pay me, Valve. <laughs> <laughs> These hot ideas. <laughs> They're just coming out. Um, uh, but I guess the sort of segue from Underlord. What about Artifiction? I liked Artifact. Yeah. No. No. Think about it. Artifiction. Artifiction. So it's the sequel because it's not artifact. All right, Valve, pay me. <laughs> Just keep you. Um, Underlords has opened Pandora's box, and both uh, Kim's brother and I have started playing on a fairly routine basis some bot matches in Dota. Uh, which I don't approve of. I know. Which you tried to drag me into this mess. I think you'd like it. I bet I will. I don't want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to. But wanna. why not? Because I have... You think you want to play it at all times? I don't know. I just don't even like want to dip my toe in. I've been scared enough. It's like the one time in high school where I saw someone take a rip of nitrogen and then pass <laughs> out and, and smack their head on the concrete. And it's like, yeah, the person probably shouldn't have been standing and like plenty of people don't have that experience. But it was like, I never want to try nitrogen after that. It was yeah. like, you know, I have a friend who's played his steam count for dota i checked it the other day was over four thousand hours i don't need that uh but you, the, i'm not going to put four thousand but yeah. like it's the same thing like i probably wouldn't pass out and hit my head on the concrete from nitrous but i don't i need think that. it's it's safer than something like hearthstone was to you because you need the team to fully enjoy it so it's not like you're just gonna load it up and play with randos or i would load it up and play with randos i don't think you would i don't know and i don't want that and or i would be so frustrated that i can't play it you know because if i really like it mm -hmm. i don't know i just it's not i i, I don't need to dip into that well okay. you guys have fun you we, guys we are yeah it's you guys good. have the most fun you've ever had <laughs> jumping around in your moba well speaking of other free-to-play games my my sort of current obsession is warframe um, which, which you also tried to get me into, which you weren't as big a fan of. But I did load it up, and it is impressive. It's, it's really it's very impressive, impre yeah. and it's not full of BS. Yeah, as a free you just play. don't like the loop, which is like the core of those type of things, which is like building new shit and tech trees and leveling up. And it all feels that. like a survival game to me. Really? That's like the slickest first person shoot like it's a really good just first person shooter mechanic, first person shooter. Like it's third person or. Is it third person? Yeah, you're behind your little you're robot. Behind right? it? Mm -hmm. God, my brain already blocked it out. I haven't played it since we loaded up. Mm. But it was a really good shoot. Yeah, it, it was like Destiny. So, but it's better. Yeah. So third person. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It's it's it was better than Destiny mm -hmm. as a just like running around shooting experience. Like the sliding is so good, and the the way the guns the minimal guns i played with felt were really good yeah. the sword is and really and all have good. felt really different like i've bought or have made like a handful of other ones yeah they feel different they don't just feel like it's different rate of fire like <laughs> i'll have one that's like this five shot um it's like almost a sniper rifle but it's a bow yeah so people cool. aren't alerted to it which is really neat uh i got another one called like the bolter 
which does that awesome thing from that painkiller game where you can like pin enemies to walls. That's very cool. Which is fucking rad. Uh, but I, I finally put some money into it. Yeah, of course you did. That's it's, but it's been around for a while for no reason because it not because it wasn't getting money. Yeah. Did you see if on Steam it shows you if you bought all the DLC it costs one hundred and nineteen dollars or something like that for Warframe? Yeah, for Warframe. That's that's also continually changing because like they do this thing called Prime Access, where you can like spend your your premium currency to just get these special versions of characters mm-hmm. that they rotate. Okay. So the that list of buy all DLC is incomplete. Is yeah. Is there's no way it has everything. <laughs> so, so you can spend even more money. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but part of the fun is, uh, the grind of getting that stuff yourself, and the things you can get with the currency. A lot of it is cosmetic. Yeah. Or it shortchanges that. So I I sort of like I gave it the amount of like a full price video game, right? So now a full AAA price video game. Yeah, like I gave it sixty dollars. Sixty bucks. Okay. And that came with you know two thousand of the currency because I had a fifty percent off. Okay. Whatever. Um. They occasionally will give you discounts on the premium currency as like a login bonus. It's like good for forty eight hours. I'm like, well, I play this enough. I'll I'll put more money in. Um. But which what, class are, or which Warframe are you playing as? I'm already on my third one. Okay, because you've just been swapping them out. Yeah, because the cool thing they do is like you have a level account or a, an account level that is separate from the level of your gun class. and your Warframe yeah. and your um your melee Mod, weapon. And you can switch the mods off from yeah, weapons, the, and, and those can level up too. Yeah, but the way that you increase your account <laughs> level is by leveling up X amount of things. So, like, if I level up a Warframe all the way, that's one thing. So, it incentivizes you to swap stuff out instead of just keep the same loadout that you are, like, comfortable with and is good because that's not how you can unlock new zones because you need to be certain, like, account levels to get there. Yeah. So, I'm already on my third one who's just, like, this dude that goes and punches stuff and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I even talked about that on the... Uh, the commute show for the, the LOLJK Patreon. Oh, really? I was like, if, if anybody's playing Warframe, uh, I don't know what you do, but you can log in and uh, add me as a friend or something. <laughs> uh, it, it varies. Like, I just didn't... I I felt overwhelmed by the amount of stuff to craft and the amount of all that that I just... And I think part so of many it, too, trees and that so it's much been out for stuff so long. That I just didn't... It was too much for me. That's why it felt like a crafting game. Yeah. You know, but all that does it all that goes in real time. So it's not like you're picking up a bunch of things to go back and build the shit to go out and get more. Like, I, I like I want to. But build... even just sitting there figuring out, like, okay, which weapon do I want to put my resources into? Like, they to gate some and, of that uh, with the account level to like take some away of it. Some but of the there's choice. still a lot. Yeah, you know, and then there's there's not just weapon. There's mods. There's class. Like, there's so many different things, and each thing on, like, on your ship, there's a different access point to each of these different things. There's so many of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the tutorial is so crap of, like, <laughs> explaining it. Yeah. So you're just, like, sitting there staring at all these different trees. And I just, uh, it was, it was not, I wasn't as excited about it. But the actual levels, like, running around and shooting things, mm-hmm. was really good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Still really good. I've, I've progressed a hand, I've unlocked, like, six or seven different worlds now and they all have like a ton of different stuff there's there's like i think nine different mission types 
but then they just set them on different maps. Yeah. So it's it's really good. And the and, bad guys are good. Like the AI is good. Yeah, yeah. And they will run for alarms that you can stop. And it it just it feels like a game they've polished for a decade now. Yeah. <laughs> um. And the, the the you know the story's fine. It's good enough. I it, it I read a spoiler, and it's actually why I started playing it, because I read a spoiler that happens around like thirty or forty hours in. Okay. That totally changes the fiction of the game and that was definitely retconned oh yeah yeah but it's 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 like pretty great what i read so i was like "Ah, i want to check this out this sounds insane okay (laughs) so yeah the story in the beginning is just kind of like generic-y like there's this bad guy force and they're coming to like destroy but there's this protector thing that you are like part of and, mm-hmm. yeah it, it is all a bunch of space opera nonsense but mm-hmm. it's the game itself is really fun you just kind of turn your mind off and shoot stuff um i did play a little bit of the new tropico which yeah. is six at this point do you um, feel like a warlord or a uh, despot el presidente presidente el yeah. jefe it's uh it's really good i loved the first tropico and then not one since i feel like they've now that they've made three four four this is the fourth 3d one i think i played four was the only one i put any time into mm-hmm. it was cool it was yeah all right. it was fun it's um, very much a sim yeah uh with that that sort of tongue-in-cheek humor of like assassinate people that are dissidents like a, yeah yeah rebel rousing yeah um and i i think it's fun i haven't gone back to it lately because i've mostly been playing dota and warframe but uh do you got anything else for this section you want to talk about uh, I played uh, a game that was interesting that um, you told me to tell you about when I played it, which was that Land of Glass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you told me about that game. Oh, I did? Yeah, I hadn't oh. heard of it. Yeah, it, it, it it's really cool aesthetic where everything's kind of like stained glass looking. Mm-hmm. It's a card game. Uh, what I didn't realize, though, it's a deck builder, but you use the cards in like a speed play type way. Like you have to click on the cards that come out and drag them to an area and drop them. And how fast you can do that is part of the game? Yes. Oh, weird. Yes. So, like, there are... There's one grid for attack and one grid for defense. So you have to constantly drag, like, defense cards to the defense grid and attack cards to the attack grid. Hmm. And what cards come up depend on how you build your deck. Um, that sounds kind of neat still. Is it just uh, not that fun? Yeah, it's not that fun. Oh, okay. So, but it's, it is interesting. Uh... Playing with a mouse kind of sucks. Yeah, well, you know? that that definitely sounds like it was made not for a mouse. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't look into whether it was on anything else. But the aesthetic is pretty cool. I'll I'll look on the um, Play Store. What was it called? Land of Glass. Land of Glass. Yeah. So I played that some. Um, it was interesting. Uh, it is not on on Android anyway. Okay. I didn't. I I, I don't know. I mean, it should be. Mm. But um, it was interesting enough. Yeah, I, I remember you, you got cool. it on the most recent sale, and I had never heard of it. Yeah, which is like the rarest of yeah, rarities yeah. that I I buy a game that doesn't say already owned or wanted by yeah, Joey. Yeah, so it was impressive. Um, that that's unicorn. That only happens every once in a while. <laughs> it's a bummer. It wasn't a better game then. Yeah, I mean it wasn't bad, but um, and and um, I had fun playing it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. The artwork is cool. Yeah, so. But, it looked like one of those things that calls itself a card game, but isn't. Which yeah. there's a couple games like that, even designed by board game dudes. There's a free one designed by Eric Lang, 
who who's done like Blood Rage and Dice Masters. Like he's a board game guy. And he's like, hey, here's a free to play card game designed by Eric Lang, but it's basically just um, the cards are units you put down on like a tactics grid. Yeah. Like the card has nothing to do with it, and then it just becomes a tactics game. Yeah. Um, which we will cycle back around to here in a little bit. Um, this at least it is a deck building, and the the cards have like numbers on them, and numbers correlate to you know when you play them on certain attack places or mm. defense places, the numbers are relevant. So it, it is a card game, but it's also like you know very few card games are like speed or spit yeah, or yeah. you know where it matters how quickly you're playing the i cards. don't like that i yeah I, I was i was a little um disappointed or like it wasn't what i was expecting as much mm-hmm. um from the description i thought it would be more you know deck building card did you game. refund it no because i'll still play it a little more i mm-hmm. thought it looked really cool like mm-hmm. it's still something i'm happy to support yeah so wasn't that expensive uh, before we move on, let's read an email before we forget, because I feel like that is very likely. Yes. Um, oh, I already forgot. <laughs> this email comes in from uh, name withheld for now, because it's not in the email. Hey, guys, this may be a bit of a long email. Love the podcast and wondered what you thought of older RTS godlike games. I know you mentioned Civ before, but what about Command & Conquer and the little more niche uh, Dungeon Keeper? which I sunk far too many hours into. Well, you talked s- about Dungeon Keeper when you got the free-to-play phone game. Did I? Yeah, and you were talking... Uh, it, that thing it, sucked. <laughs> in your fury, you were discussing it, yeah. Um, <laughs> in, as an example of the worst free-to-play, I think, is where you were discussing it. Yeah, that's that sounds likely. Um, before uh, we talk about what he's asking here, said he's, I shared some of my screenshots of reviews in the Twitter, so I'm going to read those. Um Five-star review on on iTunes will read on the air. So he wrote, 10 out of 10 loot box coins. Do you like games? Do you want free games? Oh, well, we don't do that anymore. Yeah, not anymore. So oh. I don't know. Some of those codes, maybe no one's yeah. claims. Yeah. We'll go <laughs> so, back yeah. to the old <laughs> archives and, you know. Want to know what multiplayer games are best to play with all those Craigslist creepers you have in your basement? If you said yes to the questions above, you should check out this podcast. And besides, who doesn't like listening to two blokes sit around and talk about mostly indie video games? That's yeah, that's, that's a fair. good tagline. Mostly, mostly indie. indie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. New tagline. Yeah, all right. Thanks, dude. Uh, was pod mostly indie video games. Uh, and he did also leave one other review at Ari's request. Um, Wait, so his name's not in there? Not yet. No, <laughs> okay, no. You should find the it. Twitter, it's his, oh, it's Anthony. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he uh, added us on Twitter. Okay. Uh, he says, hey, guys, I left you a review on iTunes as requested and a special review for Ari on Amazon as he so desired. I decided what would be better than reviewing it on PODs WASD which I found out is an acronym for When Angels and Serpents Dance. Yeah, I mean, duh. Much love. <laughs> I mean, that old, that old phrase, When Angels and Serpents Dance. So here's When in Rome, When Angels and Serpents Dance. Uh, so here I is... I got in a car accident yesterday. Oh, you know, When Angels and Serpents Dance. <laughs> Here's his review on... P.O.D. Angels, when Angels and Serpents Dance on Amazon. Let me just rotate my phone. Which here. is amazing. Everyone should do that. <laughs> we'll read these on the air too. You just Hell have to yeah. let us know. Yeah, you have to let us know. Waspod is the the headline. 
I thoroughly enjoyed listening to Waz, whether at work or just sitting at home chilling. I can go through the back catalog and find something I may have missed the first time around or something that I have just forgotten about. Maybe when I get some new equipment, I will be able to check out some of the things I dropped. But until then, I am content with waiting for the new releases. 10 out of 10 would recommend everyone check out WazPod. <laughs> Which is really good. Oh yeah, I mean, Pod has been an inspiration to us <laughs> since true. day one, and and when they came out with Wazd, it was really, it really kept named us going. after our show. Yeah, yeah it was, clearly it was really. Well, I mean, it's kind of the Ouroboros because we named our show after That's... When Angels and Serpents Dance, <laughs> and then they named it after our show. You know, and uh-huh. so it's all it's all there, and it's all stupid. Um. Uh. This. Okay. So let's go back to his original email, which was. Uh, godlike games. Command and Conquer, yes. Put a lot of hours into Command and Conquer. Liked um, Red Alert and both Command and Conquer, and then Total Annihilation. Uh, older RT. Would you call a Command and Conquer godlike game? I just call that like a RTS. RTS. Yeah, that's like the RTS ass RTS, like one of the first. Yeah, that's in the pantheon. I I put Red Alert, Total Annihilation, and Command and Conquer as like the three. I mean, StarCraft later. Total Annihilation too. You played that? I played the, the hell out of that. I uh, did. You play Supreme Commander? It. No. Weird, because that's like essentially the. I know. The sequel, but not. I just really, I played so much Total Annihilation. Mm-hmm. It's and then, designed by the same dude. And then StarCraft, I think, after that. And then I couldn't play StarCraft anymore because everyone was so goddamn good. <laughs> I never played Versus. I just played the campaigns. <sighs> was it? Yeah. I mean, the campaigns were good. The campaign in two. Like, I didn't ever finish it, but it was really good. Yeah. Like, they were able to make RTS campaign missions fun somehow. Like, they were just different enough that it didn't feel like you were just building up a an army that wasn't as big as your multiplayer match and then winning. Like, it didn't, fe- they didn't all feel like that. It was, it was pretty great. Did you prefer those traditional RTSs or like Warcraft? I, I didn't love Warcraft 3. Really? Yeah. I played um, RTSs back then. <laughs> the one I remember playing the most was that um, like Battle from Middle Earth. It was like after Lord of the Rings was a thing, and they did the RTS where they tried to make it look like the big battles from the movies. Oh, that was after I already was done with RTSs. Really? Yeah. I, I love them. Like I'm, I am drawn to them, but I don't play them very long. Uh the I really one... like the uh, like Battlezone style too, where it's like both. Yeah, hmm. the one I played the most, um, and I played in college still with my because w- the way that my room was was like room dorm room uh, hallway that was like two sinks and a bathroom. Yeah, and then another dorm the, room the suite style. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So me and Richard we would play on our school network rise of nations mm-hmm. as in like a mal- mean him on a team against like yeah i think it, you've talked about rise of nations your yeah. your love of rise of nations it's so world. good it's it was like they just came out with like a 10 year right or something they're doing that with um age of empires oh age of empires which i think is some of the same people cuz it's still microsoft game studios i think did both and big huge was the developer on on Rise of Nations, and I don't even think they're a thing anymore. But they did that Rise of Legends, which was real weird and not the same thing. Um, kind of went more StarCrafty with like three different factions that played very different. But but Rise of Nations is it's like um, Civilization, 
but RTS. Like you age up, you go from throwing rocks to and like you're rifles. real leaders. Like you're not. You're not. Okay. You pick a you pick a nation. But is it real nations? Like, yes. It's like you could be the Assyrians or you could be the the Egyptians or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then you as you advance through the ages, then you um can you open up new tech tree, but there is five different base resources that you have to harvest so there's not just like the crystals and the gas yeah from starcraft there was like you know food and wood and stone yeah all that stuff so it was a crazy um plate spinning thing Mm -hmm. but the the fights in it were just really really satisfying and i i liked it a lot and i i didn't play any of the campaign it was all just like skirmish against computer um but as far as god games go I never played Dungeon Keeper. I I, don't think. I didn't play a ton of it. I played more black and white. Yeah, I played a little black and white. Black and, and white's the Molyneux one, right? Yeah. With it, where, where you, you got just, the big animal. You just feel beast. bad for accidentally slapping your giant <laughs> tiger or whatever. <laughs> like, oh no. Oh, buddy, no, you're doing good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because the way it works is if you move the hand too fast across the face, him. it would slap him. And yeah. then he'd look all sad and be like, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I only do it because, you know, daddy loves you. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I'm going to reload anyway. And then I just beat the shit out of it <laughs> and see what happened. <laughs> um, but I, I have said before, and we'll say probably for the rest of time that the greatest game ever made is dwarf fortress which is kind of the (laughs) ultimate god game of this well Um, you also got me to download a uh a geo a gog got sold god game which was like where you're an actual god and you have like acolytes and it's oh sacrifice yeah it's third person and sacrifice sacrifice. is fucking dope yeah that was cool yeah it's it, it like took that um, trenched gameplay with an RTS, which yeah. is real fucking weird. Like you're a unit running down on the field, but you also have to right click in a 3D space and right click on units and drag that or like have them attack stuff. Um, but that that game was like peak shiny, like shiny entertainment. Yeah. Um, trying to think super of weird, really good writing. Like omnipotent god games. Um that I I mean I played a little bit of and I think it's it probably does some stuff better than Civ is that endless legend yeah there's so many of those endless games yeah well and they just keep expanding like endless legend which is a hex map with um when you get in a fight it goes to a tactics grid like a I never played any of them I have I think they're all very different I bought some endless games so i just haven't played them there's dungeon and then there's yeah. endless space and then endless legend yeah but uh, i think i got dungeon yeah that one's more like i want to say more roguelike yeah it looked action the most interesting to me yeah what i like to play now but if, if you like civ style stuff endless legend does stuff different enough that i think it's like worth owning both i don't have like enough patience for simulation games anymore for civs yeah like that type of thing oh no no i mean i like civs but just straight up simulation so it's more civ not sim Mm -hmm. okay okay i thought you said sim. yeah no no you're you're moving units across a hex board and then if you get in a fight it's like a final fantasy tactics fight okay kind of like units take turns i like that points yeah it's really good um but yeah i mean it dwarf fortress is not the not an easy game to play you have to want to learn how to play it. 
Maybe not anymore when the, uh, the visual GUI comes out. But I mean, they've had that unofficially forever. Like, there's the these things called the Lazy Noob Pack, which is Dwarf Fortress coupled with the most popular mods that you can just enable in that launcher. And there's, you know, 10 different graphic sets that you can pick from in that. But once you're in the game, it's still the logic of the game. Yeah. Which you have to learn, like, D for designations is things that you're going to tell your dwarves to do. So you, like, designations, chop trees, highlight a spot on the board, and, like, I want everyone to chop trees. And then the dwarves that are assigned to be lumberjacks will go chop the trees but you it, you still have to know all of that yeah even though it doesn't look like ascii so i just leave it on the ascii <laughs> like as well. might as well yeah um just until you learn how to see the matrix yeah well you start to and that's the crazy thing like it all starts to make sense well that's like even like those uh angbad games mm-hmm. you see it real quick where it stops looking like an asterisk and it starts looking like a barbarian yeah you're like oh shit <laughs> like what is it that asterisk <laughs> yeah that thing sucks <laughs> yeah i gotta get out of here <laughs> yeah um but, but yeah that game's really good i i support it on on patreon um you know just like a dollar a month what or something do they release that triggers a payment in patreon no is it just it's like just every month. week or every month yeah okay monthly. okay it's like what could that possibly look like yeah they they it's like their primary source of income which is crazy because they they must be living real thin yeah because it's like that thing is maybe they live in like a shack in like rural tennessee or something <laughs> and it's just like they don't need to they make meth and dwarf fortress <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense yeah yeah um but yeah they say they you know they got development plans out for the next decade or something we've been hunting these cookers of red dwarf for the <laughs> longest time the but that that game dwarf fortress is i'm so glad it exists because it's like almost as amazing to read about things that happen to people's games as it is there's a lot of games play. on that list for me where it's like i love reading stories that come out of them i never ever 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 want to play like them. eve eve was one of them i think the latest one for me is uh fallout 76 Oh really? I've read some really funny, interesting stories. Oh, it I didn't know like that. It was a doing... huge turd. Yeah, I have it. I I was really, really bummed out by that game. Yeah, it looks terrible. But every once in a while, I'll read someone's write up of like that their interactions with people. There was one guy who decided that he was going to be like the homeless guy of Fallout seventy six. <laughs> okay, and so he would just like be begging for stuff, and that's the only way that he'd get anything is Whoa. from begging and having people. So he was like. And he purposely, like, people would give him, like, good clothes, but he'd just, like, dress his guy in tatters and, like, <laughs> had, like, a little shack that he built, yeah, you yeah. know? And, like, people would come and he'd be like, hey, man, I'm really hungry. Can you get me something? And people would, like, go off and be like, Jesus Christ. You know, you can just go get it, you know? And they go and then drop him off stuff and be like, thanks, but, like, how am I supposed to eat this without, like, plates and stuff, you know? like. <laughs> that's pretty good it's, really, like, uh, it's like making your own fun out of it because yeah. it's like the game didn't do it for you <laughs> no there was uh you know uh some other people who were like talking about how they were just exploring camps you know each person you can set up little camps mm. and theme them and then you come across like you know some bizarro camps where people put them together yeah like a little burning man or something you know <laughs> that's that's the most recent one where there was like the discussion of it is way better than that game ever would be. Yeah, yeah. So I, I totally get it. I that. like it when people fictionalize their or dramatize their game play story. 
like the the a lot of the write-ups for dwarf fortress they'll write them in prose you know like a novel <laughs> and it's really really good um <clears throat> there's this amazing thread of a past game where someone would play like an in-game year they'd save and give the file to the next person who would then do it and then each person writes up what happened in their time interesting um there was like this really amazing long something awful one that i downloaded a pdf of it and it was like you know 100 100 pages of these write-ups of what they did it's like a, a a communal like novel experience almost yeah yeah like there was no uh you know no reloading like you just have to roll with everything and, and you get whatever happened in the last person's thing is like your starting point. And there, <laughs> the only thing I remember, and because I, I read it to Kim and she also thought it was hilarious, especially that the game like simulates down to this detail, is they had these big gate doors that went into their mountain fortress. And they were, they kept getting like besieged by like goblins or something, goblins or orcs. And, they would like randomly run across the field and, right, and go up to the camp and start attacking everybody. And then during this massive, massive battle, uh, they he sent one of the dwarves to shut the entrance to the cave, but a butterfly got stuck in the hinges of the door <laughs> and didn't shut. And then everyone got like massacred because the goblins or trolls or whatever they were were able to get in. Because the gears were like wouldn't operate because <laughs> of a dumb because of a dead butterfly, <laughs> which uh, is fucking amazing. Um, but I, yeah, that's a, a long answer to what god games you play. But if if you haven't tried Dwarf Fortress, just do your best to try it. Uh, speaking of like communal games, there was uh, one game I was reading about that's coming out that I like. I don't even know that I call it a game, but it like gave me like almost like shivers in that it was like oh i don't know about this which was do you remember that game i talked about a while ago where it was all writing prompts where it was it was like a side scroller but it was really you walked around and it was to create a prompt for you then to write a story oh vaguely yeah i can't remember exactly it was like a world of something or another but um it was an interesting game so that same guy who made that game was like well i realized like people weren't really motivated to like write and interact with other stories and things like that. You know, they would generate content, but people wouldn't like read it or wouldn't respond. Uh, so I made this other game, which it, you basically, I don't, this is why I wouldn't call it a game. Either you have a little character and he's got a little room and you write something extremely personal that you're going through. Like, uh, I am sad all the time or something like that. Uh-huh. And then people that pops up on their screen and then they just respond to it. And with certain like positive or like if, if through that interaction, there's like more responses or something, you can get like a little sticker or something for your room to start decorating your room. Weird. <laughs> yeah. But like, it just seems like the most emo yeah. deviant art outlet. I don't like, like it. I don't like it either. Like I don't I don't wanna like Yeah, so my dad was yelling again today. I was like, Oh god, this is too much. I don't <laughs> play video games because I want to like get away from like nonsense, not 
have to be confronted with other people's <laughs> yeah. bummer you know? and give them a sticker for it. Yeah. <laughs> to decorate their fake room. I was just <clears throat> reading about that. I was like, I don't, that's not even really a game. And I don't like good on them for trying something different, but apparently it like had much more engagement unsurprisingly, you know, like yeah. people were, I feel like if it, if it ever got big enough, it would just evolve into like a nightmare, though, of like Xbox Live people <laughs> yeah, yeah. telling you the N word. Yeah, well, and just everyone telling you to kill yourself or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought you were going to bring up, um, you remember Jason Rohrer? Yeah. He did that game One Hour, One Life. Yes. You you talked about that when it came out. Yeah. It sounded really cool. Did it, you ever end up doing that? No. And it's still going. So just to, as a refresher here, um, Jason Rohr is like a solo developer and He's does the same like, person he lives yeah, in the woods with his family with his like million kids and wife. And all he does is make his, his weird experimental. He's the one games. who made that one on the DS cartridge. Yeah. Uh, diamond trust of London, which is really good. <laughs> um, here one hour, one life is his most recent. And it says a multiplayer survival game of parenting and civilization building, get born to another player as your mother, live an entire life in one hour have babies of your own in the form of other players, leave a legacy for the next generation as you help rebuild civilization from scratch, updated weekly. So it's literally like a, a giant community. Was that a subscription game? No. You pay 20 bucks. He said he's never going to put it on sale. Okay. 20 bucks to join in, and then you're kind of helping shape this persistent neat. world. I don't know that it'd be fun, but Right it, now, the recent reviews are, well, all reviews, mostly positive. Recent reviews mostly negative, so something has happened. <laughs> um, but he's still updating it, and it says weekly update number sixty nine. Um, <laughs> and he said, uh, I, "I guess he made like a change to the world, and it's been rough uh, in terms of like the size of the world." But the game looks very simple, like stick figurey. And his goal, I think, was to have like a million items in the game or something at by the time he's done with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it plays, but I'm I'm like fascinated by the idea of this. It sounds like you missed your window. I probably did. I, but it, yeah. It like you said it doesn't it. sound like super fun. Yeah. But it's that's what most of his shit is. It's like <laughs> that's awesome. I don't want to do that. Well, was the Diamond Trust of London the home alone game? No, that's uh, Castle Doctrine. The Castle Doctrine was the only one that sounded fun. That was really cool, but again... Wasn't super fun? Was like hard to really get into. Hmm. Um, no, the one... Diamond Trust of London was more like a, like a board game. You But you had to lie, and it was... You played against humans, and you could like bluff like what stuff your stuff was on the board and okay. things like that. So... Uh, one cartridge, you could do that thing where you could beam it to another. Bluffing over a computer sounds not great. Well, you don't you don't be like, you, you would set um, icons on the map, and they could be not true. Yeah, it's still like something like that. The bluffing thing where you're, like, it's there's only a certain level of how fun it is in person. But if you're not dealing with someone in person, I just it's don't only know. local multiplayer. Like, oh, it's only local. Yeah, because okay, it does okay. that thing where. Only one person has to have the game. Is it like, but it's not pass and play. No, it's like download play. Okay. That or you know how like you could play Mario Kart without it because yeah. you could download and just play Yoshi or whatever it was or Toad. 
Okay, if it's only local, then yeah, that's it's okay. local. He, only. he he fixed that. He yeah. anticipated that. Um, but yeah, his stuff is interesting. If if not like always the most fun, he's definitely always doing something different. Um, should we should we move on to some? Yeah, what about category? phone games? Phone games. Other than Underlords? Under- oh. <laughs> Underlords is pretty good. Uh, uh, um, I, ta- I, I talked about it in the last episode, but I was originally so disgusted with Auto Chess and Underlords, and then I did the hardest freaking <laughs> one. You really did. You're like, I don't get it. This is like well, I thought it was not even just, a game. Yeah, I thought it was just a, like literally a fighting sim where you're just watching things uh, fight, yeah. which you are. You are. But there's, more, there's actual strategy. Yeah. You just have to kind of peel it back. Uh, it's... It may be like one of the mo- most I've played a phone game ever, uh, just in terms of like waking up and then being like, "Man, I need to play a game of under." Like the- it was real bad there for real touch and go for a minute. Yeah. Um, did you have anything other than Underlords? I do. I barely do. <laughs> oh, I do. Um, let me drop this. Uh, I mean, it was in the uh, the lost episode now. So I'll just talk about it again because I was really, really impressed with it was Ticket to Earth, uh, which is like a grid. You It's turn-based. You have your little heroes that you move around, but the grid itself has uh, different colored patches, and you can move as far as you want along any color with mm-hmm. one action. And as you move along that color, you also pick up a charge for an ability. And so you can choose your path based on how much you can charge how far you can go to uh also which ability you want to charge there was a lot of different aspects and you have different characters that play different ways so you want to some you need to get them very close to other people others you want to stay far away so that can also influence but you also want to uh take different paths to charge different things so you might sacrifice getting really close for being able to charge this other aspect it was very fun the art is very cool the story, it, it remi- the art reminds me a little bit of um, Banner Saga. There's something about like the way they maybe do their it's people. Like, the colors are very. There's no depth really. It's like very, it's very solid, flat, flat, like, like a cell, like an animation cell almost. Almost, yeah. Um, I yeah. uh, or it was almost like Prismata. Also, kind of reminds me of that same kind of art. But I, I, the story was like shockingly good. Man, when's Prismata coming out on phones? <laughs> it's really made for phone that I mean, game that, is so good when they added it to browser though that's that is very awesome cool. i could play it at work <laughs> yeah that game is really really good but i feel like they're too good to their players to ever make money on it yeah like they don't do any like the stuff that you would put in to get the money for is literally just because you like feel bad, feel bad. <laughs> no they they uh they made um like missions unlockable you that know, you can buy the you can buy. the story. Yeah, I bought the I bought in in early access, and it came with all of it. Oh, okay. So like, well, they they do charge for like if you want um, little puzzles and things like that. Those mm, puzzle levels. Okay, you you can buy that stuff. But yeah, it's mostly like, oh, I can turn this ball into looking like the Poland flag. Yeah, and like, okay. <laughs> I, my uh, droids look like German flags. Right yeah, now, okay. So. <laughs> uh, cool, I guess. But the the story in in Ticket to Earth is is good i mean all the like it has real characters that huh. i i like felt interested in seeing how they go and actually the fourth part of it is not or the last part is not out yet mm. so they're going to be still updating it but the part that i played f- was a lot of game yeah like i didn't feel cheated and they're 
not going to charge for the last part. It's just going to come out. Oh. But it's not it's not like early access where it's changing the er- other parts of the game. Mm-hmm. They're just adding more content. It's like Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah, except Kentucky Route Zero can eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it will, but all right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I, I think I'm the only person who played all of Kentucky Route Zero and just like... Hated all of it. <laughs> I didn't hate all of it. I just didn't think it was good. I, uh-huh. like, I, I thought the tone building was like interesting but like i don't know i i I didn't play much of it at all i I just found out the last part's not out yet for kentucky route zero yeah i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) jesus i I don't know that i'll play it when it comes out but uh no ticket to earth is is really really good i strong recommend for a phone game i think it's on especially if you like tactics play it on the phone yeah because again you're like using a finger to move around you don't need you swipe your path yeah, you swipe your path. path, and it's 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 a good portable pickup, put down, mm-hmm. tacticsy, uh, you know, just uh, fun style. Yeah, I just really I like enjoyed it. I like games where they make a puzzle element part of the combat. Yeah, which that you know, like um, uh, fuck, what's that game called? Uh. What's it like? Can you describe anything? Uh, matching, and then you get stuff for your spells and puzzle quest. Puzzle quest? Was it the one made by the the potion? No, 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 no. Puzzle, it's puzzle quest. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the original one. Not um, card quest is what I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, no. Card dungeon and Miracle Merchant and all Miracle that. Miracle Merchant, no. yeah. um, I played the people that made puzzle quest because that became like a, a big franchise are now doing their their sequel that's their own Unofficial thing sequel, yeah, yeah called Gems of War <laughs> uh and I played some of that just to kind of see it is very slick and the hardest free to play <laughs> so good for that uh I have I have not Wait but it's not the type of thing where like if you spend money it becomes easier uh cuz that would be a real boner I don't know I haven't really gotten out of the starting area Oh wow uh it seems like there's a lot of it there and I really liked Puzzle Quest but the I, I haven't been checking back in on it. It's very slick. Well, Ticket to Earth is very, very good. How much was that? Do you remember? Like five bucks? If that. Yeah, I think five bucks is probably... Yeah. But I, I can't remember. I got it on iPad, and I didn't play a ton of it. <clears throat> iPad's good for it, too. Yeah. Anything that you can kind of portable it around and swipe, I think is fine. Um, I played, and I... You know, it's not very indie, but Teppin. Have you seen the Teppin? No, like it teppanyaki. Is, I don't know. That's like Benihana's. That's a style of food. Oh, it's well, it's it's a Capcom card battler. Okay, made by Gung Ho, which is the makers of Puzzle and Dragon. Um, the art in it looks fucking incredible, <laughs> but it's uh, a <clears throat> the quickest way to describe it is like uh, a charge ga- charge up game. So you put dudes in rows. And then it, as soon as you put a dude in one of the three rows, a line starts coming out of it. And if it gets to the other side, it does the damage. Yeah. If there's a dude there, it does it to the dude. If there isn't, it does it to the character. And that's it. That's kind of cool. The, the the presentation of it is awesome, but it's like a Smash Brothers uh, Capcom thing. So it's Mega Man and Resident Evil and Monster Hunter, and it's all this kind of swirled in there. Yeah. And you pick like who your main dude is. Like You can be Wesker. You can be... Uh, a dragon from monster hunter and then get stuff from your deck that is like inspired by all these different games but it's just impossible no it's it's just like super hard 
it's not even super hard. Is I feel like there needs to be more. Oh. Because you're just watching those lines. And, and like you have a, a, a power that's also continually charging. And when you cast, it uses however many bars of the power that you that the card costs. So then that just gradually is continually charging up as is the lines that go across. So it's a lot of like letting people think that there's you're open and then you get a card up in a row real quick right as like damage is going to happen. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. But you should load it up just to see the art on it. It's cool. It's like um, the best motion comic huh. you've ever seen. It's really like a bunch of different individual pieces that they. It almost looks three D now. It's really wild. Um, it's I. I don't know if it's particularly good, but uh, I assume it'll do well enough. You know, Gung Ho knows what they're doing in terms of free to play stuff because Puzzle and Dragon made like a billion dollars and it has all the Capcom licenses in it. So it's, I feel like it'll at least be around for a little bit, no matter what. Um, but like you start out with right or Ryu and just like watching him animate or whatever his default pose is, is crazy. Are you looking it up? Uh, no, I was looking up something else that was, uh, for no reason reminded me of, uh, Calculords. Oh shit. I just reinstalled that. <sighs> I was just thinking about how much I want to play it again. They have expansions now. Well, so I was just looking up because Calculards 2 was like announced. Like six years ago. So I, I, six years ago. So I was just looking up to see if there was like anything mm-hmm. new because it was like, man, I want to download this before I forget if it is out. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I really want to play that. I don't know. I mean, that has nothing to do with the lines. But for some reason, my the brain, three rows, yeah, yeah, the rows just brought it up in my brain. I, I I reinstalled it and saw those expansions and bought one of them and then tried to play some of the expansion and it was like I'm not ready, I'm not ready for it. I gotta go back because <laughs> it's gotta go back, Marty. Yeah, there there weren't expensive. It was like two dollars for like another, like essentially another map because you had that um, list of opponents in the main game that was like the fancy bot and then you you work your way through this like six node path these just unlock more paths so different character types you know probably some new cards it's not a good sign that there was a on a different note talking about calculards too yeah because now i'm looking through it so uh i was looking at there was a Kickstarter apparently oh, no. for it. Yeah. And it didn't fund? Did not fund. Uh, didn't even get past like 52%, it looks like. Did it say canceled by creator or funding did not succeed? D- uh, did not succeed. Oh, Unsuccessful. And, but this that was back in October of 2016. Hmm. And yeah, people only pledged 20000 of the 40000 he needed. Hmm. Um, which is a bummer. But I don't know why... Oh, that's his name. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Sean Baby? Yeah. I was like, I don't know who Sean Riley is. And I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. That's obviously Sean Baby's full name. Um, well, that's a bummer. Yeah. So, but you can still get calcul- lots of Calculords. I'm going to download Calculords right now again. That might be one of the first. That from my, or it was on my old phone. That was one of the first oh, things no, it we is talked installed. about. I still have show. it. I'm going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just buried in your folder it's and i never knew it was there deep. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna hunt that down god that game is so much fun it's really good you have to be like sharp though is the problem <laughs> i'm like uh, i'm not ready to do this uh, too much math and then uh, i could real quick talk about photographs i played oh, okay, i liked yeah. it it's i didn't like it as much as the other games it's a it's a little more deep 
It's the new game from the guy who did 10 million and got to build a boat. You must build a boat. Yeah. Must build a boat. That's right. Uh, it's vignettes of different stories of people who make like terrible mistakes in their life. sounds hilarious. Uh, it's not, it's Mm -hmm. just like harrowing, Mm -hmm. but each little vignette, there's like little puzzles and it's, they're different mechanics and they just, you know, like all puzzle games, they build you up that mechanic. Yeah. And then once you've mastered it, you're done with that vignette and you see the horrible decision or the repercussions of the horrible decision (laughs) the person made. And then, uh, you move on to the next, like watching someone just turn their life into the toilet Mm -hmm. by their terrible decisions. Is this, is this the, the author working through some stuff? Maybe, but it's, I think it's, no, I think it's more of just like trying to stretch his legs because it's very, very different types of characters. Oh, okay. So it's not like everything that he would relate to. It doesn't have the feeling of like a braid. Like, <laughs> um, I it, would not hang out with you. <laughs> it's not like that. I think it's more like I want to stretch my writing chops a little more. Okay. And examine like these harrowing different settings where someone is put in a hard position and makes the wrong choice. But I want to build more boats. I know. I wanted to build more boats too. <laughs> so it's it's good I guess. Um, for mini puzzles. But uh, and the art is really. I bought. Cool. I bought it. I, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I don't it. regret buying it. Yeah, yeah. I don't regret buying it all. It's, it's if you want a little puzzle game and want to feel like garbage, that's like a good one. <laughs> but I do the see both those things at all times. So okay, there you go. Uh, do you have any alphas or couch multis? Uh, you want to talk I have about? some alpha. Go uh, for it. I played. I'll check out. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped back into Deep Rock. Oh yeah, is it a lot different? Yeah, in like a great way. Like they added new mission types. It looks amazing. Like they, it looked good before. It did, but they've just like kept honing it, and everything has like this sort of texture now. How many more beards can you buy now? M- max beards. Max. You can beards. buy lots of beards. Uh, uh, the the core loop is still the same. They've just it's just like a better version of everything that I had played before. Did they add more parts to your ship and things like that? No, because you still go back to like that hub, uh-huh. and then when you go to the map you um go down into the level it like drops you off um the caves feel like they're getting more complicated because baddies uh they've added new bad guys they've changed how some of them work um but just like in the way that the the because the caves are randomly generated but they're not they used to be pretty linear like follow the tunnel and keep going down the tunnel until you fill the objective but now there's like lots of loops and they cycle back around on themselves and it's it's pretty impressive like you can't see the seams you know i i can't tell when you're digging and things like that well it doesn't feel like a, a level it feels just like a mine well you can't this isn't Minecraft where you can dig through a wall and find another tunnel easily. If you dig outside of what is generated, I'm pretty sure you'll just ha- dig digging. forever. Yeah. Because okay. I did that like the first time I loaded the game up. I just dug straight <laughs> down because that's like what you do. And it just eventually stops. And the scanner showed like no indication that there was any other like terrain. Uh, the only time you would do that is if you were digging down and then there was more of the pre-generated cave already down below you and you just like happened upon that. Yeah. But there's, it's not like it goes on forever. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, it's like they keep polishing it. They keep just putting more stuff in it and like the actual like gunplay feels better than it did. Um, and there's just a really like special look to it. Cause it still is like that kind of low poly, or like 
not like quake low poly, but like everyone kind of has sharp angles. angles. Yeah. yeah. But they, then now they've added this almost like a metal grainy texture to everything too. So everything kind of looks like handmade almost. So less Minecrafty. Less mine. Yeah, it's definitely not squares. It's like more voxel. Like you can't really tell how stuff is going to break in the walls while you're like hammering at it. It 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 splinters in unique ways. So um, William usually plays the driller, which can dig through stuff real fast, and I'm the machine gunner, <clears throat> which helps in like the swarms and stuff. But they're they're doing really amazing stuff with lighting because a lot of the bad guys have a light source on them, which helps you see them in the dark. And then there's like the the ambient plants and stuff like that too also have it so there's just like it's very colorful for like a space i wonder when thing. they're gonna i wonder if they're close i know? think they are because like they posted this extended roadmap that i th- i think uh there's one box that's just like in the future you know which is like the last thing and they're almost up to that so i think they're getting close to the end of like their main plans and then they'll probably just keep expanding it or do an expansion that people would pay for or something which i would be happy to because there's already a lot of game in there and it's super fun um the uh, the one i played the most or that is the one i played the most and then i played a little bit of a, a new one called jupiter hell which is essentially a, a, a sequel to jupiter ascending yes <laughs> cool uh it is a very like a rogue ass rogue ass roguelike like step move step move like step enemies move step enemies move but it's doom essentially okay, cool you're you're a dude with a gun fighting demons and it, it is very much like a and uh what's the word for like a copy of like an animal um, you a copy like an ana not an anagram analogy are you talking about an amalgam uh, mm, that's not it that's like a combination anagram anim Animal? Anima. <laughs> it's basically like they, they have their own equivalence to stuff that relates to Doom. And okay. they put it into this and it's it's still too early. Like I didn't want to play a ton of it, but it's kind of neat. I like it when people make a roguelike like that, but it isn't swords and helmets and, and all that stuff. Like um, uh, Cogmind was that one where you were like a modular robot. It's just it's cool that to see what stuff they can plug into the system of a roguelike. So, a true, true roguelike. Like, yeah. Like rogue. Like rogue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like turn-based. And time. they say, like, they try to describe it in a way that doesn't sound like a rogue. They just, like, time moves when you do. Okay. Is what they say. And it's it's not, like, super hot. Like, it's grid. Yeah. Like, you step, and then you'll see everyone else move along with you. Uh, it's still really early, but I think it'll be cool. Uh, and then I also got, speaking of God games, one called Odd Realm which looks like it's trying to be like a more friendly version of a dwarf fortress, but more on like a sieve scale. It's very, very, uh, sim- it's not odd world if, uh, no, associated. No okay. odd realm. Uh, but the, that's like, very similar naming. <laughs> yeah. I would, the, their art style is like simple and abstracted to the point where you kind of have to like learn to understand what they're showing you. Cause like a person is like five pixels. You know, it, and they kind of illustrate everything in this way. So as a whole, it looks really neat and full. But when you're trying to like dig down in and see what stuff is, um, it gets a little confusing. But it's in early access, and um, it, I think it was only ten dollars. Um, 
I, it'll scratch the same itch as Dwarf Fortress. It it won't go as deep, obviously, because they're not going to make it for. Is it like a Terraria? Twenty five years. No, it's it's uh, top down. Oh. Um, the stuff looks a lot like you remember that um sock pop game where you played cards on the world. I talked about it on the show. It was like right when the kids were born, and I would play it at like two in the morning because it was all I could handle. Vaguely. You would you'd be like, all right, let's add sun, and then you play the sun card, and then. It, it would like change the world and it was you were just trying to like evolve this planet using cards you would play uh, doesn't ring and you were a god me. and they were worshiping you hmm. no. um that was that was similand 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 no i thought i talked about what was similand oh no you talked about similand yeah 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 like that art style is sort of like that where um everything is like low poly yeah um, but I think it'll be cool once it's done. I just have no idea when that'll be. Yeah, Similand, yes, it was the uh, made by that collective. Yeah. Sock Pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah, it kind of has that style just without the card system. It's like right-click, build. What do you want to build? I want to build a room. What kind of room do you want to... Like, if you want to dig into systems, that's kind of what that game is, what Odd, Odd Realm is. Okay. Um, but that's all I have for Alpha. Do you have any 20 minutes or less? Not really. Uh, I haven't been just like testing out things or if I did, I didn't take notes of anything because I really didn't want to play it. So Mm. I uh, I have one that is only on 20 minutes or less because I, I, I've been like, I need to play this, but so far I've loaded it up three times and I bail within five minutes and I don't know why, because I love the idea of it. (laughs) It's called ring the city and it's, uh, almost darkest dungeony uh but the whole conceit of the game is your character is like your your character representation is the hand of your character and you equip different rings on your fingers that give you powers that's cool each finger has two ring slots and then when you're fighting you like select a finger to like cast the spells of the rings on the finger and stuff so like when you're fighting stuff it's just two hands with their different rings and, and on I, it i love man jewelry so this is the <laughs> game for me you should look at look at some of the art on it it's it's real weird um i every time i go in it's It'd be like, funny if the expansion had like a bare chest that you can also add like mr t levels of necklaces <laughs> onto. <laughs> yeah it, it's one of those where it's like you're you're in a dungeon and here here's a treasure room and then you can go down this door and like, oh, it's a fight. You know, it's very darkest dungeon, but yeah. <laughs> with just like this insane looking thing with the two hands there with <laughs> rings on it. It looks so goofy, but there's like, it's like over a hundred rings, different types of <laughs> rings. And you like equip them on your finger slots and it's something so weird about it. But I've tried to do it. And every time I'm like, nah, I'm not in the mood for this right now. <laughs> and I feel like, I'll like it when I get to it. I just haven't been able to. It's like a soft 20 minutes or less. I don't know, less. man. If you've tried it at multiple times and didn't get to it, I don't know that there's ever going to be a time. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I feel like I need to go back and give it its fair shake because I'm like not out of the tutorial yet. Okay. But like the tutorial is just like, I just a don't. slog. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I was like sold on the strength of the screenshot <laughs> of these two hands fighting each other. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this looks dumb. I, I love hands. So. Yeah, I do like hands. Um, do you want to talk about a, a big game? Sure. Uh, so 
the game I'm talking about is probably my favorite puzzle game I've played in as in recent memories, mm. which is Baba is You. You is Baba. Baba is you, and sometimes it's not you. Sometimes <laughs> you is water. Well, sometimes, sometimes you is Baba and water. Sometimes you is flag. Some, <laughs> uh, you know, there's all kinds of things that you are. Uh, sometimes uh, you is Baba and is sink. So you know, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just so freaking that feeling of like exploration and um, experimentation, experimentation of experimentation and like realization and that little satisfying dopamine drip that comes with figuring out something that's like how the witness was to you me you could not expect like so outside of of what you were expecting and you stumble upon it, you're like oh wow like, mm-hmm. it happens all the freaking time in that game it's just it's 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 like the only kind of programming game that works like almost every programming video game sucks all the zactronic ones you hate it's, well not just, not that kind of programming but like there was That's hack automation, and, like, I suppose. hack and slash. Mm. You know, it's like, we're going to teach you how to program by playing this game. Yeah. And you can like go in and edit the system so that you can then change the rules. It's like, those usually are, I, well, I don't know. I haven't played it one I've really liked. Um, this is like the lightest, lightest version of that where it's like, there are different operators and different things. And like, you can- Operators di- like and, or. Yeah. And, and so you, you have like, start out with learning the rules of each board. So it's like, okay, in this board, um, wall is stop, meaning you can't go through it. Uh, flag is win, meaning you go to the flag and you win. Uh, water is drown or something, you mm-hmm. know? And you is, or Baba is you. And Baba is a little sheep, like Baba. <laughs> Which I didn't get for the longest time. <laughs> but, like, let's say you can't get uh, to the other side of the wall because there's a wall is stop and it's you're in a little box but the flag that's win is on the other side but there's also grass on the other side you can move grass so that instead of baba is you it says grass is you and then suddenly all of the grass will move when you move (laughs) and baba no longer moves because the sheep is no longer a representation of you you've now changed it yeah and so then you can bring the grass over to the flag and as soon as you touch the grass the flag since you're the grass you win and they taste you in the next board. And that, so that game is really, really good. It's it's that's just like the lightest version example of that. You start figuring out all kinds of different things to change and move around. Mm-hmm. And it's just more and more and deeper and deeper. And there's a lot of different puzzles. They don't get repetitive or old because they keep introducing weirder ways to use this mechanic. Uh, and the art is like very simple but satisfying. Is it long? There's there a, a lot, lot of boards. Stuff. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Mario 3 mm-hmm. where you then go onto a map and in that map there's like a whole bunch of levels. And there's then like you, zones or something. Zones, themed exactly. Themed zones. So then you go to the next zone and there's also like bonus levels you could try to play. Mm. Um, but then if you unlock enough of the levels on this, you don't have to beat every level in a zone. You unlock enough of them. Oh, it's right. It's metal based, right? Like you have to, or stars or something. Or flower petals, I think. Oh, okay. Be. And then it, it unlocks another zone. And so you can try to complete 100% where you are, or you can just move on. Uh, it's just like so different, but also very similar to um, enough that you know how to play puzzles and you know how to build this, but the constant sense of like wonder. 
mm-hmm. of like, oh my god, that's what would the happen way if that... I did this? Oh my god, that's what I was supposed to do. That's, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I've never, I haven't had that in a game I can re- in recent memory. Like, it's, did you play Witness? I I've not. I have it. I just have not. That's the, like everything you're talking it. about the discovery and like the I can't believe that was the solution type of stuff. Is it, that's exactly how I felt about in the Witness. Really? Yeah. Because the Witness looked a lot just like a 3D puzzle game. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's mm-hmm. more than that. Okay. It's it's The Witness is like one of the masterpieces of the last decade. <laughs> Joe, you know what Jonathan Blow... I know. Every time I you know. say something like that... I know. It's he gets a, a rock hard hard on. <laughs> I know. But it's... I know. I, I, I have it. It's been sitting there. It's just been so hard to like motivate myself. Yeah, it's hard. start. Kim and I, I played even, it. I haven't even like un- opened it up. Yeah, it's hard. Okay. Like it it will test you. I like 3D puzzle games. It's it's 3D in that you're just moving from those things to thing. Like the 3D of it isn't it's it's like I can't really say anything without spoiling anything or it's like the main puzzle elements are those boards that you see which is just flat. Okay. You know, uh but he uses the environment as ways to influence those boards in a way that is very, very cool. Um, Did you play Talos? No. Okay. I'm curious to know if it's I, I Something about Talos, I just didn't care. It, it looked like kind of like a knockoff portal to me, and I, I'm sure it's not, but... It's not. I, I, I mean, there is elements that are similar, but I really like Talos Principle, mm-hmm. and it's it was as close to you can get of being up your own butt with philosophy and things like that without... <laughs> crossing that line for me oh there is some up your butt philosophy okay. in the witness that's why i mean the witness looked to me a lot like the talos principle which i really liked but i was like i don't need more of that i already got it mm-hmm. with talos i i but think you need to go into i'm sure i'll like it go into the witness just as like a, a mental challenge and don't think of it going there for like a story or like any yeah. commentary there is some but it's it like it's going to annoy you, yeah. Like Braid, where it, all it does is a disservice to the mechanic? Well, it's it's like audio diaries that are literally just big chunks of philosophy. Yeah, okay, so you S- can skip those. Skip, just, There's can, no payoff for that. You pick them up, and I think you have to pick them up, but just ignore it. Okay. And just see if you can get through the game. Because like what he does with that is pretty incredible. So uh, as much as it, it pains me to say the witness is a masterpiece, it's a masterpiece. Well, I very, very much enjoy Bob is you and yeah. I highly recommend it. Not having played the witness, I'd still recommend it more. <laughs> I've played both. Uh, they're very different things. I think Bob, Bob is you is uh, a more unique set of mechanics. Um, and the witness takes a single mechanic and iterates it iterates in interesting it ways in in ways you didn't even think were something he could do so it's they're both very different um and but i think both still worth playing you know in tandem um i think i think uh witness is on phones too like 10 bucks on a phone or an ipad or something so it's kind of available everywhere now <laughs> huh. do you uh, think that experience is doable on a phone yeah right. i don't see why not I'd, I'd have to see like how mist like do the puzzles get is it not at all is it just straight 3d mm-hmm. okay yeah it's it, it's you've seen the the panels right yeah with the grid yeah that's the those are the puzzles oh 
Okay. Mostly. I'm going to play it. Yeah. I just. I'm very yeah. curious. Wait, when you finally do, we have to talk about I'm it. I'm sure I'll like it. I need to get back in because it's, it, I, I never you finished guys, it. Oh, you didn't finish? I thought you guys did. We got into like the last area and then some, some sort of. Then you had a couple babies. And... No, no, no. This was way before that even because yeah. we played it when it came out, but it was, I think something happened to my computer. Oh. And then my save. Or, or like I, I didn't have access to my save for a while so I wasn't playing it on a different computer and then by the time I got it back that game is one where it, it compounds and so the part at which we were at was like you have mastered everything now let's use all of it Yeah. and I'm like I can't do this anymore <laughs> so it's like I have to start over um, but we really it's just in- like you were saying with Calculords you got too rusty yeah yeah you, you definitely are training and kind of like how Baba has those zones, like it's all one island, but you can be like, oh, this is like the quarry. This is the forest. This is the, you know, and everyone in those areas is kind of an iteration on the same idea. But the the puzzles are still the line drawing puzzle, but it's you have to come at it from different ways, which is really cool. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, like they say, uh, when angels and serpents dance, you know. Was P.O.D. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, did you know anything about Baba before you went in? I mean, I'd seen a little bit of the trailers, you know? Mm. So, like, I had an idea of roughly, and that's what made it interesting enough for me to buy. Okay. But, again, I've played so many of these, like, programming-type games where they're just, like, a bust yep. that I was shocked at how good it is. It's so good, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I like that a game like Baba can stand up to something like The Witness, which is like a game developed most likely with all the resources in the world coming from the success of Braid. Yeah. And Baba is, is like... A few this, Scandinavian dudes, probably. Yeah, yeah, and it's still just as good. Yeah. I, like, it's, it's awesome that that type of game can exist. And I'm glad that like when it came out within like hours it was like overwhelmingly positive like thousands of reviews i'm like this shit does not happen as often as it should yeah and i i really hope it did real well for them because it seemed like critically that it, it did me too it's it's like i said it's the best puzzle game i can remember in a, in a long time yeah um i am gonna do a hard pivot to what we had talked about earlier because I think I realized I had not talked about this on the show, and if I have, I'll cut this Ooh. out. Um, Hypnospace Outlaw. Uh, if you did, it was so long ago, I don't, don't remember. Okay, well, let's Maybe talk about it again. Get into it, and then... Um, I've not played a ton of this, and this is one of my current shames, because it requires you almost like... You remember that game Kingsway? Yes, where, where you're inside a fake computer, but it's really... It's not a fake computer game. It just happens to be the motif, but you actually use, use the, the fake computer so as you, part of the mechanic of exactly. the game. You have to be up at a computer doing stuff, which isn't conducive to how I play games a lot these days. But Hypnospace Outlaw is GeoCities Police. We'll say. Okay, I remember this game now. We didn't talk about it, but I remember... I think we talked about it off the air because okay. I was looking at it. Uh, it's It's something. Yeah, uh, I remember this looked awesome. You are you have this new device that allows you to sort of beam yourself into the hypnospace while you are asleep and you're sort of a hypnospace policeman who is saving this weird f- hypnospace fake internet 
from copyright infringement or bad dudes. And basically what it is, is you poking your way around 1990-era websites and flagging stuff uh, that they need... Like, you need to find out what their violations are and then cite them accordingly. So it's almost like uh, a papers please type of... Like, you use your reference books and learn the systems and you're doing like this job but it's all housed in animated gifs and old websites and really schlocky like early 90s 3d animation the just the overall vibe of it you know why we're talking about it why because you know the uh tender shoot the developer Hmm. also made dropsy ah there we go yeah because because we talked about dropsy when that when it loads up there's a dropsy stuffed dropsy next to a, the computer okay <laughs> yeah there you go um the writing is really good uh it's it's not like anything else i've ever played it is another puzzle game uh but not in a like a puzzle system that i can really sort of i guess hide and seek almost like <laughs> it, it's you, you kind of not pixel hunting no no like you, you go into different modes and you're like, this is like report mode or whatever it is. And you, you would click on a thing on a website and just be like, this is a violation. Like, what kind of violation is it? It's this violation. Oh, so it is papers pleasy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they give you assignments and just be like, our client says that their likeness of this frog drawing is being used without their permission. And then you like find it and report it. <laughs> it's so bizarre. But the art, I mean, the joy looks to be like digging around as much as it is any mechanic. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a lot of like nostalgia and, but like for something that isn't real or existed. Um, and it's almost like nostalgia for a dream you had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your, your interface is a fake computer. Like you can minimize the web browser. But it's, it's not like Kingsway where like, Loading bars are part of the action of the game. No, no, no. It's like you are using a computer. computer. Yeah. Yeah. And you can download stuff to, quote, the desktop. Like I did. I downloaded the image of that frog to my desktop. (laughs) And, but it's, it's like one of those weird, weird simulation y simulations where, um, this looks like something you would have seen in the background of like Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. Or something like this is the future of the internet in nineteen ninety. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really cool and like the, the humor and sensibilities of it are very, very unique, but like I haven't played a ton of it enough to know how well it stands like up. Beat it or play it to com- to the end? I I hope so. Okay. I I like what it's putting down enough to do it. It's just it is since it is browsing through web pages it's like a lot of reading and a lot is actually sitting up at the computer which i'm mostly reclined or laying down when i play games these days Me too. um so like you can't even control it because it's the same like with kingsway you yeah. need a mouse and you you sometimes will have to type i believe um so it's 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 like a simulation of using this fake internet so if you if you watch the trailer and you see all the stuff swirling around there and it speaks to you, then I think you're like you'd be in good company to get it. But yeah, if no, you see I, it in, I I definitely want to get it. Yeah. It, looks, it looks it's been on my radar. It looks really cool. It's it's something else, and I I can't say a lot, a uh, uh, a lot of what it reminds me of other games wise, other than Kingsway. That's a good sign because it's in the yeah. computer. Oh, and uh, Pony Island, I suppose. Pony Island, which I never it seems beat. more Pony Islandy. 
Speaking of Pony Island, I got that guy's new game and I haven't played it yet. What is it? Um, the Ritual, I think. It's another one of those where, like, it even says in the description, if you don't know anything about it, don't read. Don't look? Yeah. Okay. But look, go to the Pony Island page. And, All right, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, I want to say it was called The Ritual. I very much enjoyed Pony Island. We've, the, we've talked about that. Yeah, the art of it isn't as Daniel good. Mullins. Isn't as good, I thought. Daniel Mullins. The Hex? The Hex. The Close. Hex. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, The Ritual, The Hex, the same thing. Um. But I don't even really know what kind of game it was. I just bought it because... In a creaky old tavern in a forgotten corner of the video game universe, a storm is raging. An anonymous caller suggests that there is a murder plot. Six video game protagonists are the only plausible suspects. It's already like... The the conceit is is somewhat meta, so I assume it just gets weirder. Yeah, I mean, based off... Pony Island, I would just straight up buy this too. That's what I did, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine doing that. It's ten bucks. Yeah. Very reasonable. Yeah, I'm sure you it's buy it with Pony Island twenty percent off. Oh. Pony Island was one of those games that I bought immediately and then just I, I keep getting it for free. Good news, guys. Russian localization is live. For Hex? For the Hex. <laughs> I should check that out finally. I wonder what that's like. Yeah, I'm I, I really have no idea. Okay, well, follow up, people. You'll yeah, next are, episode. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, well, I have other. I had other things on my list, but uh, I think I'm fine calling it there. Yeah, we could save it for next episode. Yeah, I'll leave this list out here because one of them I was only talking to to pad it out, but <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we don't need it. Uh, um, so save I, it for the pad out episodes where neither of us have anything to talk about. Right. Right. Um, I should I should keep my list because I don't ever get to anything everything on them. Yeah, and then just like do a catch up episode. <laughs> like here's all the shit I skipped. Um. Uh. Well, I think we'll we'll call that an episode. You can find more at explosivemagico.com. Uh. Thank you again for the reviews on iTunes and on Wazd Pod. When Angels and when, Serpents Dance. When Angels and Serpents Dance. I couldn't remember what it was again. <laughs> if you uh, have a review on either of those again, twat it at us and we'll read it on the air. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if Especially if, on POD. On <laughs> iTunes, that'll be great. Uh, but you have to let us know about the POD one because... We don't know. <laughs> we're never going to know otherwise. And even I tried lo- finding that POD one on Amazon. It, there's just so many reviews... Really? For that fucking POD album that... <laughs> I don't know how uh, Amazon algorithm works with reviews, so it was just like I'm not going to freaking dig around through all these knuckleheads. <laughs> That's um, funny. We might not even see it though because he had to screenshot his iTunes one for us because he's overseas. Oh, okay. So that maybe might be a different. Maybe he's on Dakota UK or something. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and we don't want here in America. We only read American reviews. Only American reviews. Yeah, we don't need any of that. I give it six out of bullshit. seven bullets. Find more at Other shows, new show, the Rubric, which has just launched with uh, Chris and myself. And what is the Rubric? Because I saw your description of it. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay, so we're, what's the logline? We're still Sell working it. on a con- uh, on a condensed way. <laughs> okay. To describe it, Chris's, which I think is pretty good, is trade and grade. So still, you you need a one sentence or I something. I can. What 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 can you tell us? Okay, so in an episode of the Rubric, I would select a category, okay. such as. In the first episode, pornography, not pornography. Really, like, not not like 
genres, but like more specific stuff. So the first one was about uh, the toys, like toys. Okay. The movie. Uh, Robin no, Williams? Not Robin Williams. And like, LL Cool J? The, the official title is The Toys That Made Us. Oh, like so, that Netflix documentary. Like that Netflix documentary, but not. That was just all well, like the easy way to describe okay. it. Okay. So I would say the assignment is The Toys That Made Us. Chris then submits a movie for consideration to be graded under that criteria. I have written out 10 bullets that I think are important uh, as a movie that fits in the criteria of The Toys That Made Us. And then we just discuss those point by point after we've both watched the movie. I want to listen to it. I don't fully understand it. Right. After I listen to the first episode, I will understand it. And then uh, every episode we switch. Is the movie Toys? The movie was G.I. Joe the movie. Okay. Can the movie be Toys with LL Cool J? No, it's G.I. Joe the movie. And uh, Joan Cusack is also in that. Am I selling it now? (laughs) (laughs) Are you you guys going to re-record? So the next next episode, episode two, is the Chris's theme is Radaptations. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch here. Is it toys? Toys starring Joan Cusack as the main star with Robin Williams on the side, <laughs> and LL Cool J. Um, maybe someday toys will fit into the criteria, but I can't. Okay, tell you. I'm just saying both of those criteria, toys fits right in. Okay, <laughs> I'm just it. gonna pitch. Maybe you just make them all LL Cool J movies next week. Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, do you want to sign us out? Uh, yeah, you should go on the Explosive Magic uh, website to look at the store. You can buy shirts. You can become an LOLJK Patreon. You can, uh, listen to the other shows, including the Explosive Movie Show, the rubric Joey was talking about, um, and, uh, the other show that actually I was hinting at earlier and I was kind of doing a little self-fluffing <laughs> yeah but the LL Cool J cast um and J is spelled J-A-Y for legal reasons um uh, okay but yeah it's basically Joey and I um we actually invested in Kangol hats uh that we wear for most of the episodes and I don't even just, know what those are why do what are those you know those are like the berets but they have like a little more form in them they were all the rage like Samuel Jackson used to wear them oh cool J, you know? okay yeah, yeah cool king yeah I mean you've seen them because we've worn them I, I, I didn't for know the recording I just you put something on my head and I just you, leave it you forgot yeah, yeah it's true and then we um try to re- like like LL Cool J talk to each other through most of it and we talk about different topics uh, we've strayed away from Many topics, because uh, using that the voices that we cho- choose, which changed because they're really unfortunate, uh, they venture into racist <laughs> at certain points. We've worked on it. They've gotten less racist, but um, you know, I would say uh, if 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 you want to listen to some good ones, episode uh, three, we talk about butts. Um, that was Very straightforward. Just it was straightforward. Yeah. Um, uh, in the Kangle hat, it really gives us a swagger to to get into it. I would say uh, Butts is a good episode. Um, episode uh, four, which is getting crunk. Um, <laughs> Bail. That Bail. one wasn't a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna say right now that one was a tough one to do and a tough one to listen to. Um, we do get fairly wasted while doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, cycling through a different thing but where the turn was is when uh joey pulled out that rag of gasoline and i really went way too hard on it and ended up 
uh, falling asleep. Uh, well, I think it was asleep. I couldn't really remember much, but most of it is uh, then Joey trying to sniff the rag that was pinned under me. Uh, and it was, it was, you can't really see it, but you hear it, and it's real sad. Um, so, may, you know, maybe don't listen to that. What one. was the name of the show? It was the LL Cool J cast, obviously. <laughs> J-A-Y. J-A-Y. Legally distinct. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you next time. Thank you.